0: This call is now being recorded. Okay, welcome to Kid Missing Radio. Welcome to our very first episode with a guest on Anchor. Uh, my guest is Karen Stratton. She is the mother of Jody Ledkins. Jody has been missing from Kansas City, Missouri since May 23, 1985. That's almost 36 years ago. Can you tell us, can you take us back to that evening and tell us what happened? Yes.
1: It's Thursday night, and uh Jody had, should have been home right after school, which I found out her and her friend skipped school that day. So mm. about 10 o'clock, I did not have a car. Jody called about 10 o'clock at night, and she needed to ride home. I did not have a car. Her father, uh, car was not available to me. And so she overheard the conversation and Jodie said, that's okay, mom. She's, I got friends that will bring me home. And I go, well, hurry up and get home, you know, because of the fact that you were supposed to be home right after school. And she said, okay. There was no distress. There was nothing in her voice to give me any hint that there was something wrong. And I waited up for her but I do have a bad habit of falling asleep. When I woke up that morning, her bed was not slept in and she never came home. That must have been terrifying. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. It still is terrifying because you know, you you relive those those moments, those hours and everything and so did I understand that right, you know, and and was there something yeah. wrong there? So, yes, you do. You you feel bad. So everything I read said that she had left her boyfriend's
0: house and gone to her friend's house because she had a fight with her boyfriend and some friends that were at his house because they didn't want her to go with them?
1: Yes. What happened was she originally was with her friend and her friend's mother, and uh, they're just maybe 10, 15 minutes walk from the boyfriend's house. And Mm -hmm. they had originally walked down to the boyfriend's house, which I did not know. I have to say this. I did not know the guy was her boyfriend. And so the mother and the girlfriend went along with her down to the house. And so then she went back home, do I understand it, to the girl's house. And uh, they said... They were present, or the girlfriend uh her name was missy, said that Jody called at ten o'clock, which she did, but I don't make that a secret; it's all over that she called at ten o'clock and so then the friend said jody uh told them I was going to pick' them up off a of tune pick her up off a of tune road, and that was not true at all and so uh other conversations that her friend had said. She changed the story around and so Jody started walking, uh, home. And so it got confusing from there. But yes, there was an argument. Jody wanted to go and the boyfriend would not let her. Was he a lot older than her? Yeah, he's a little bit older. I can't, I don't really know the age difference because Jody's 50 now. At that time she was 14. I'd say uh he's like 2 or 3 years older than she was. Oh, okay. So about old enough to drive cuz she was almost 15. Uh back the boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Jody was 14, yes. But she was almost 15, right? She would have been 15 in September and she was 14 in uh May when she you know, she disappeared yeah. in yeah. Um, she's four years older than me.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I was eleven when she disappeared. Um, that's why it stood out to me on the police website that it's that it said that because I'm like, wait a minute. She wasn't my age. Um you what man? No. No. I was only eleven. Um so she called and I, I know you probably feel terrible that you couldn't give her a ride, but that happened, you know. And Yeah. She, um, was involved with the juvenile probation department. So you called them and Yes, I did. It had to be absolutely maddening to find out two years later that
1: they had never reported it to police. No, because that Friday morning I that was the first thing I did and I called a her name was uh Pat Hernandez at that time. And I called her up cuz it was Friday morning, told her what happened. And she uh she said, "Well, why don't we just give Jody the weekend?" Which was the wrong advice, but back then in 85, who knew? Right. And so uh Jody never came home. I did do pursuing trying to find her. And, uh, Monday I called Pat up and so she said, okay, what she's going to do is put out a, um, KPS warrant. And I,
0: okay. What's
1: that? Well, <laughs> I thought it was like everybody, anybody finds her, you know, the place or wherever that that she would, you know, be brought back, you know, to the juvenile office or back home. But all it was, it was, uh, just a, a notification. Basically, the way I understand is that she just was missing. And so, uh, two years later, I called Pat up and I told her, I said, you know, I've done all these things. Can we, maybe she's just scared that, you know, she's going to get put in a juvenile home or something. And, uh, can we, uh, just, she's going to be 17. Can we just go ahead and have the police? themselves look for her because i figured it was just pat looking for her and so she said sure so i went in front of the judge got all her paperwork which i didn't read all the paperwork i just know it was a stack of paperwork and some of the things with dates and a couple of things was wrong in it later after i looked at it but i took that paperwork as soon as the judge released her to the police department I personally brought all that up to the police department, went up the stairs, wherever floor it was, and I gave it to this police officer. And he told me to sit down. He went into his office, and I'm sorry for saying these words, but this is what he said to me. He came back out, and he says, what the hell do you think you're doing? And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you reporting your daughter missing two years later? I said, I did not. And so what happened was the KPS warrant never did went out to the police department. It was supposed to have been a stop warrant. How would I know which is which? And so they had a big discussion. Yeah. So they had a discussion, I found out later, at the police department. And they never did have any communication with the juvenile officer according to law, you know, a juvenile officer is still a police officer. They just take care of the kids. The police take care of the adults. I would have thought that she had been talking to them. They did not know anything about it. And that's why the case was two years cold. You know, other than what searching I did and things I did, that's all that happened. Wow. I think I would have at that point ripped the probation (laughs) officer
0: a new one, (laughs) you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Probably I you know that's
1: more thing to do, but. Well, so, so you know, the mm-hmm. uh, the head guy that was over the whole juvenile the department, I was mm-hmm. so upset. I called him up, and I told him, I said, okay, this is what you did to my daughter. So how many other kids you got missing that you did this with? And he sat there, and he said, if what you're telling me is the truth, we have a problem. If you're lying to me, quote, unquote, I will blow you away. Well, Tom Jackman at that time was a reporter for the Kansas City Star, and somebody must have told him, 'cause because he asked me if that was true. I go, yeah, but I said, that's okay because that was the truth. You know, I did what I could do, and their department failed. And so how many other kids besides my Jody, what are you going to do? You know, apparently you're not gonna blow me away. And so uh that was my my greeting from the juvenile department. Never no apologies. Oh. Never wow. Did they say what can they do? Now I understand they yeah. do uh DNA tests on each kid. I don't know how true that is, but that's my understanding. Yeah. Um, could she have walk tried to walk home from the friend's house? I mean, was it that far? Uh Yeah, it would have been far, and I even did a, a search, you know, what would it be like if it was cold. So how long would it take for her to start walking uphill, downhill? And it was, you know, we were, if it was a driving distance, it would have been at least a 15-minute drive, maybe a little bit less. But walking, when you're in Kansas City and you're going down... uh. One road, and then you're going down any 10th Avenue, there would be a lot of hills. And then where we lived was what they called East Bottoms. And so she would have had to go all the way up to this one. I mean, there's buses that have to take you uh, back and forth. Anyhow, uh, it would have been a good distance for her to walk. So I think that never happened. I think it was uh, all a hoax. I think she stayed at her friend's house, and they, for whatever reason, my opinion is that the friend and her mother kept her. Mm. That's my view. I cannot yeah. take it. Yeah.
0: Um, a lot of things happened in, in the ensuing so years, because who no, it's been over three decades. Um, okay. The river, the Missouri River, which is huge, was dragged in 1997 because two inmates made some claims. Of course, nothing was found. Um, yes. You can't always go by what inmates say. They're not <laughs> exactly the most reliable person. No, well,
1: it was, uh, I remember I asked about, you know, why did they do that? And uh, uh, whatever it was between one inmate to the other. And so, but you know, those, I can't, civil engineers or something, when they went down that river, they were risking their lives. And I couldn't go see it. I couldn't bear anything that they could bring up. My mother and my uncle went, but I could not do it because in my heart, Jody's somewhere. She's not in the river. I can't even picture something like that. So, yeah, that was, you know, they risked their lives. They did a good thing, but it was, you know, a false thing. Yeah. Then, <coughs> oh, I'm
0: sorry. Then you started getting, you, getting phone calls. Oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I had them for statement. a
1: long time. Oh, yes. For a couple of years or better. Uh, uh, I taped every bit of it, and uh, I turned it in to the police, and this woman uh, was really good, and she typed everything up because now the tapes are missing. So she typed everything up. I still have all the paperwork. I think there's, I don't know, because I got so many totes. There's two or three pages missing. But they would say really, really terrible things. Uh, yeah. If you didn't give them money, they'd send her back piece by piece. Yeah, they wanted money. They wanted Jody's other sister. They wanted to see her. And then uh, they said I was going to find her in a body bag in pieces. And, uh, you know, you sit there and you think, here's this, this little baby girl, my little baby girl, and you guys are going, <laughs> what has she done that you guys could be so evil? And I do have to say, one of the people who all those years has stalked me, I'm hoping she's listening because I invited her to listen to the talk show. I'm not going to say her name. But she apologized for everything she said and she did, and oh. uh, yeah, that's a, that's that's good for me. I still need to find my Jody. Anything that she knows, I hope someday she'll find in her heart. Yeah, what is really the truth? And I hope she I listens her.
0: as soon as I upload this when we get off the phone. Um, let's see did the coder, did the caller ask for a specific amount of money, and also it's very curious to me, and my mother mentioned this. How did the caller know the sister's her sister's name it Had to be somebody that
1: knew her. yeah, exactly. How did she know the name? I don't remember if there was a specific amount of money. I've had that happen to me oh eight or ten years ago, where somebody said, "Well, I'll give you Jody if you give me so much money and then ended up I know knew who it was. And it wasn't, uh, that they, their father was in a lot of trouble and they were trying to get money, bail money for their father. So I don't think that one way or another, but I've had that happen to me before, not just by this particular group of people, but they did it a lot more mm. with violence. This person just said, I'll give you Jody if you give me so much money. So I traced everything down. I have to do it myself, always by myself. And I found out who it was. And, uh, and all the money it was for was the exact same money they needed to help their dad get out of jail. Oh, and right. of course they didn't get it. Yeah. So, you know, and that's something else. You know, not everybody, and the only reason I have internet is to connect with, uh, other people who've got missing children. That also, mm-hmm. to do research, to you know, dig dig things up to find out about where Jody could be at, and so yeah. you know, and it helps me out with the media and and people like you who's willing to help do an interview and oh, talking to Jody. Thank you.
0: Um, what was I going to say? You know, I thought that these hideous phone calls were traced to a payphone.
1: They were did they did they ever say where the payphone was? Was it local? No, I found out where it was at. I, I found out even the route and everything. I don't know if this person's listening, he knew all that. And one time, mm-hmm. uh, I had everything on a map, I had the phone number. And don't ask me how I did it because I truly still, there's an angel that leads me around. There's things I find out, I don't know how I do it, and I don't, I don't, don't either have, because I, we
0: looked and looked. And we found very gosh darn little <laughs> yes
1: and it's funny i guess it's from being a parent or something there's yeah. there's like you have a connection i don't know but anyhow i took all that paperwork the map the phone numbers and everything and i remember i talked to this uh under well it started off i went to a house and i wanted to get in the house to get into the people's trash and so I called the city, and the city reported me to this uh cop that was in Kansas. And he he approached me. He said, I understand that you want to uh access to this house. Why? So I told him why. I want to get in the trash. Everything's in your trash. It tells everything about you. And so yep. he wanted to talk to me. And I took that map and that paperwork, and I gave it to him. And get, literally gave them everything I needed to know, but, you know, thinking he's going to let me in the in the house and let me have the trash. Which, it backfired. They did not. Kept the information. I think I still have a map on me. Took my information. Mm-hmm. And they went to the trash and got what they wanted. Apparently, there was something that happened in that house that it was in Kansas that they wanted to know about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he never did give it to me. He never let me do it yeah well what you could have
0: done was waited until they put the trash out because once it's curbside it's public
1: yes that's true but the house was vacant oh they had moved out and the only reason i found out they were all out and everything is there was a house next door and i sat on the porch i don't smoke but i had cigarettes with me and this little nice man was sitting there and I, you know, wanted a cigarette and I got all the information I wanted out of him. But the next house next to him is where, the, uh, all these kids that threatened me, they were in that house mm-hmm. and they came out, saw me talking to that man because I used to drive a little red car and they knew what I drove. And I knew I was in trouble when they came out. So I had to leave. But the house was vacant. The house was empty, you know, and I just can't break into an empty house. I don't even know what would have been in right. there. So I did it, I thought, the right way. The guy told me that nobody lived in there anymore, and I I kind of told the lie. I said, I got a job, and I need to rent a house. And so he told me to call City Hall, and that's how that, that, that yeah. happened. Hey, whatever works. You'd make a good yeah, cop. You got <laughs> it. <private laughs> Whatever works. Who cares? You want a pack of cigarettes? You can have it. You know. But mm-hmm. he didn't say anything bad about the people in the house. He just said, "Well, if you want to rent, you have to call city hall." And I go, "Okay." Well,
0: well, you know, sometimes kids, teenagers, especially back then, would hang out in abandoned houses as party houses.
1: Exactly. You're right. I don't know, uh these were a couple adults and underage kids. So I don't know exactly how many people was in the house, but I know there was at least a couple adults and there was underage kids. You know, the underage kids, no matter what they did, there's nothing you could do to them except put them in the juvenile hall and then uh, sooner or later they get out. The adult gets away with it, and, you know, the adults knew what they were doing. So that's how Mm. that was being operated. Now, um, Jody sent
0: a letter. Now, this is what was confusing to me. There was a letter sent to her probation officer in the 90s, supposedly from Jody. It was compared to another letter, which they said she sent to a probation officer earlier. But if you look at the other letter, it was a letter she sent to you earlier and the handwriting is not remotely the same
1: yep they said that it wasn't her handwriting uh i still have both letters and uh neither one looks alike one said you know i think if i remember right paraphrasing you know someday i'll i'll you know get back with you and i'll let you know why i'm gone basically that's what she was saying and uh but you know, when I got that letter or I got to have a copy of it, um, the pro- uh, Pat, the probation officer at that time, I went up to her office. Somebody else was with me and I asked her, have you heard anything? You know, it's better face eye to eye talking to people. And, uh, yeah. And so she said, well, matter of fact, I did get a letter. She never even told me she got it. She pulled out her drawer and showed me the letter. And I thought, Why would you not tell me? Hey, call me up. Why would you not tell the police? Yeah, why wouldn't you tell She never did contact the police. You know, I don't know what happened there. That has always been a void. I have no clue. And she's not with the juvenile department anymore that I know of. But, you know, Mm. why doesn't people? She probably retired. (laughs) Yeah, she probably did. She probably did. And then, you know, there was a question I asked you if I could bring up. And I wanted yes. to bring this up, uh, but yeah, absolutely, my mom and I both looked at you know, it was <laughs> It's another, it's another strange situation. It's like somebody keeps putting a block in front of me to keep me from finding Jody. But mm-hmm. I was living in Sedalia, Missouri, and I found out that uh, my mom and my uncle at that time—they both were still alive—they said the police came by and said. Jodie's dead. And I go, no, she's not. Okay, then where is she at? Where is my Jody? You know, and they said, they never said anything. They just came by to announce or give her information that she was gone. Nobody came by me. And so apparently the police went past Fidelia, like you're going to St. Louis to this other town. And they turned around and told the stepmother, which was uh, Jodie's dad's second wife, And they had a little boy together and the boy even told me that he remembers the police sitting there telling his mom that Jody is dead. I go, why would I am the mother? You go to my Mm. house. Why would you drive all the way to wherever in East Missouri and tell the stepmother who's got nothing that they're already separated and divorced? Why would you, they go clear to Missouri to say that? And I go, okay. You're saying it. So I called the Kansas City Police Department and asked them about it. And the detective said, we didn't do that. So, you know, that takes a lot of guts for somebody to dress up men. We're not talking about, you know, a couple of kids. We're talking about men, two men that stopped by my mother's house, had her address. And I didn't even have the address to the stepmother. And these men, posing what should be illegal as cops, to go and announce something like that, but yet didn't say where she were was at. No. Okay. Did they show any kind of credentials? I didn't ask. I just, I was in too much shock. And uh, the stepmother really know. was not a very nice person, so she would have never told me the truth anyhow. So, uh, uh, but my mother and my uncle, they were convinced. So, I don't know if they really did show credentials or not, but. Credentials wow. sometimes are easy to find and and yeah. buy. Yeah. I I think that um
0: they should have the police should have investigated because it's a crime to impersonate a police officer.
1: Yes. So but you know, I never heard he just said no, it wasn't us and I thought, Okay, you know Yeah and as,
0: and as yeah. And as my mother said, they had how did they know who the stepmother was and like he said, where she was. Exactly. I didn't know I just know she
1: was east of Independence or east of Missouri and uh that's all I know. I don't want no didn't want nothing to do with her. She's not been a nice person and so why would I want to no. you know keep in touch with her? And so yeah. like, how did they know her address? I don't know what it is. So how did they and my mom's address well, okay Jody uh you know My mom was living uh, in Independence in my grandmother's house, and uh, actually my mom bought it. And so anyhow, uh, they traced down where she was at. Yeah. So I don't know how
0: far that is from Kansas City, but I do know that St. Louis is almost clear across the state because Kansas City is is. right on the Kansas border.
1: Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think of the name of the town that she lived in, I I just can't get it out of my head. I'll have to really look up my paperwork because mm-hmm. I always That's kept okay. a
0: bad note. Well, like you yeah, said, it was by Well, like yeah, it was near there, east of Kansas, City. Kansas City yeah. is on the Kansas border. That's why there's a Kansas yeah. City, Missouri, and the Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, people <laughs> so get that mixed Yeah, yeah, right on the border.
1: So you tell me when you got grown adults there posing as police, first thing is my head is someone's trying to distract my attention from having Jody found. And so now, but why? Yeah. What's the what was the idea of going to the stepmother Claire on the other end of Missouri? Can't imagine. It's so, yeah. <laughs> um, always something now, like that. Yeah.
0: You've been given a royal runaround on roller skates. Um Yes, I have. I like that. Um now has her friend and her boyfriend and all the people that were in her boyfriend's house, have they all been questioned? I mean I realize the police were behind the eight ball because they gotta they gotta start two
1: years too darn
0: late. But yeah, did they question everybody?
1: Yes, they have. They uh questioned him I think a couple of times and uh the girl the friend that joe's at they questioned her and uh, uh local news the, uh the tv stations like action uh news uh they went and even interviewed her several years I, ago i saw and
0: then that they
1: had yeah and then they, they interviewed me again this past october you know and yep, i, I, I watched did you? Yeah, that they. I went up to Kansas City to do that interview, and they wanted to know, you know, where we lived at, and then we went moved over to where the boyfriend's house, which is all demolished now. Yeah, we went there, and I've been there. Um, I've dug into their dirt.
0: Oh wow, that looks like a fairly rural area for for being in
1: Kansas City. Well, it's the inner city is really what it, you know. Where really? it was. He didn't Bonham, look
0: like yeah. it. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, in uh, the East Bottoms is way down in the Bottoms there and it, that house was torn down and then, uh, it's pretty much East Bottoms, a little bit more industrial now. And then where he lived at was over by the Sheffield Bridge. So that's all, uh, inner city. Huh. It didn't look like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cause you, uh, it was all grass, uh and you would see the the only thing that's left is some steps that goes up to where the house is at and
0: uh yeah, and it looked so, almost like a dirt road,
1: yeah, it did look like that. there's a lot of houses down the road. it just didn't show it what you saw mm-hmm. was just the 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 trees and where the house used to be at, and if, mm-hmm. if the uh google the Google Earth if you kind of followed it. Uh, you would look to the north side of the house, and you would see the bridge. It crosses over from uh, 24 into Independence Avenue.
0: And I'm going to assume since it's Independence Avenue that it goes into Independence, Missouri?
1: No, Independence Avenue is down in uh, northeast Kansas City. Oh. A, yeah, because 24, you'll see the Sheffield still industry. You go across the bridge. And you'll see Independence Avenue. That's all northeast Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, forgive me for not knowing. The
0: only geography I knew was that that was next to Kansas, and St. Louis was nowhere near there.
1: <laughs> That's about yeah, all I you got all, you're, you're a little I'm bit turned around, but it's
0: understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I hesitate to ask you this, but you seem very open. I read somewhere and i can't find it now that there were maybe a message board there was a rumor that jody may have been
1: pregnant at the time she disappeared yes that's now her friend once not anything to me i can't i'm trying to get my head where i heard i was told that but anyhow that was one of the things that i was told that jody may have been pregnant and uh that always concerns me because that's true, where did you have your baby, you know? And how do, how can I find uh even with her name in a hospital, they're not gonna release information like that. And uh but that mm. is true, yes. I don't that's true gossip, I don't know, second like hand information. Yeah.
0: Um, I found it interesting
1: also that Crime Stoppers actually received two
0: tips on Jody. The last one being in 2017, and I found that interesting because Crime Stoppers made a point of saying, when they said that, that we usually only receive tips on homicides. We don't receive tips
1: on missing persons. Do you know what happened with those tips? Nope, they won't tell me. As a matter of fact, I tried to call the police department today for a couple of questions, before I start the talk show and they're busy with another case and he told me to call back tomorrow to talk to the sergeant. And uh I'll ask that again but why I'm not allowed to know what it is, I'll just go into public records with the police department or you and know. or get a hold of uh the police chief and I wanna know what that tip was from two thousand seventeen. But I yeah. don't know what it was. That's just a few years ago. I you know. Yeah, I know. So, so you didn't know I'm there was a tip. Do yeah. what? you didn't know there was a tip? Not in two thousand seventeen. Uh Sarah with the uh Action forty one news mm-hmm. she was the one that was telling me about it. And I said I didn't know anything about it. I there was one tip that's really terrible, but they said it wasn't Jody. And it was a someone reported it, shrunken head. And I go, oh, my God. And I never heard of that. I mean, I did. The place did tell me that. But the one in 2017, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we don't generally shrink heads here in the United States. <laughs>
1: I shouldn't even laugh about that because that's somebody, somebody's head, and I go, "You're kidding me!" And so, and that was one of the detectives with the missing person department. She's got a new. I go through this a lot. You had to break in every new detective that gets the case because I've heard uh, that from family after family. Yes, you do. And you had to break them in. You know, yeah. uh, Jody's case last I heard of was like 13 pounds. And one oh, detective one time told me, yeah, that's big. That's a big. Well, I didn't help. I I had a lot of the pounds to that. But anyhow, he, uh, he, he sat there and he said, um, oh, I read through it. You read through 13 pounds of paperwork on my daughter? I don't think so, but I'm not going to. You know, I yeah. you might have skimmed through it, maybe. Yeah. It's going to take you a year to read 13 pounds of paperwork. You're telling me that, yeah. But, you know, I gave them a lot of stuff, and, uh,
0: I, I just have hope you kept comments
1: of every darn thing you gave them,
0: because I personally would have.
1: I have cops, all think, and I'm bad about this. My mother used to get on to me, but when. Uh, I used to get those phone calls or anything that I found, I call it raw notes. You know, I mm-hmm. might have a piece of paper and maybe in the corner I wrote something down or maybe something up there. It wasn't uh really organized notes because it wasn't yeah. a, a normal thing, you know, to keep organized, you know. Uh-oh, okay, so-and-so called me. This is what they said, you know. And uh so yeah. I got all my raw notes, and I used to keep. From 19, maybe 97 or something, I decided to keep phone logs, and so I have them. But usually they're just raw notes. I call raw notes. They're all over in this these couple of these totes, and that's what I have. Yeah,
0: I understand that actually, because being a genealogist, I have those kind of notes everywhere. So I am yeah. up. Every once in a while, taking them all, taking all these loose-leaf pieces of paper, kind of write all the notes in a notebook, getting rid of those <laughs> loose-leaf pieces of paper.
1: Otherwise, you'd ground in paper. Yep, yep. You're right. My mother tried to type everything up and uh, kept Ugh. more organized <laughs> on my notes, but her problem was that she was putting in her opinion, and she, you know, oh, I'm really so bad about you either tell the facts, you get the facts straight, you get the date straight, you get the time you get it straight before you put it out to the media, and when you get it yeah. wrong, people get confused, they don't understand, and they just and that's when you lose everybody's interest yep. you're so, right, <laughs> but it would be hard for you to lose anybody's interest because you're a fascinating woman. <laughs> Oh, well, and you've done amazing. an amazing job. I really, and I have slowed down only because I'm living in Arkansas. I had to come back down about 11 years ago to help out on a problem. Well, actually, I was down here for longer than that. And I was planning to move back up and get a place in uh, Independence. And uh, it seems like if it isn't those people blocking me, I have an emergency. So this last time, as soon as I get the money the move back to Missouri, and I hope that soon that's what I'm going to do because that's where Jody's I Jody certainly hope at. so, too. Yes, yep. thank you.
0: You know, so you're from Arkansas originally.
1: Do what now? Oh, you're no, I'm not Arkansas? from Arkansas originally. No, uh, I've lived here for a long time off and on because that's where Jody's dad was from. i am always been from uh, Chicago, well, outside suburbs of Chicago, and then uh, oh. I was raised. Up in Independence, Missouri, and I went to grade school and high school in Independence until I got married. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jody's dad was originally the one from Arkansas. Ah, and Jody was the youngest of your kids with him. Yes, well, yes, we had, there's a couple more kids, but God was playing a joke on me. I didn't think I was going to have more kids, and then. I got a couple more that popped up, so. Oh, I thought that uh, was with your second husband. Okay, no, well, no, I have a second, hu- did have a second husband. He's talking to me now. But, uh, it, the, yeah, the kids are from my first husband. Oh. He, I do have a son that's from my second husband. A little bit uh-huh. of complication there. It's, as my one of my kids says, mom is complicated. But my youngest one, uh, Jamie, is from Marvin, and the mm-hmm. other three kids is from Marvin. I have one child that's from my second husband.
0: Oh, okay. I just thought because of the age difference. <laughs> yeah. Know, there was a big
1: age difference. I was really uh-huh. much older. So. uh Yeah, I figured yeah. you had
0: to be older because,
1: I mean, yeah. if your youngest of your first group was 50, you got to be in your 70s. I'm 73 now, so yeah. Uh-oh. My my kids, uh, one of my kids told me one day, "Mom, you're gonna have to quit doing this." So,
0: yeah. Well, you talk to oh, God about yeah. it. Would you quit <laughs> if it was your kid? <laughs> That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're younger than my dad. Oh, well, my dad's gone, but my dad yeah, would be I'm sorry. turning seventy-seven. Oh. If you were alive. Well, yeah, he was, I was a up in the 60s,
1: graduated yeah. in the
0: 60s. Yeah, he would have, but he had to quit school because his family
1: was very poor and he had to work. That's sad. It's not, that happens, but it's sad. It happened
0: a lot back then. Yeah. But he adored his mother, so he would have done anything for her. Oh. <laughs> his, his father, not so much. <laughs> But um, huh mm-hmm. But yeah, um I want to thank you. Is there anything I usually at the end of the shows will ask if there is anything that you would say to Jody if you thought Jody might be listening? Or um and also if there's anything you want to say to the person or persons that may be responsible for why Jody's not here. So,
1: both things. Yes. For Jody, you know. Jody is the sweetest. You are the sweetest little thing. She always was somebody's friend. She always listened to people. And uh, if you could just let me see you and hug you. Even if you don't want to be around, just let me see you. I have to be proven that it is Jody because I've had people uh, call me up and uh, play games on me. So I have to have proof that it's Jody. But all I yes. want to do is see you, hug you. Do I have grandbabies? Uh Can I see them? Can I hug them? Uh Please just come home. It's, it, her dad's gone now, so, you know, if there's a problem that came up that I don't know about, he's gone. Uh, as far as the people, uh only one person I know that might be listening in, and I've asked her and asked her, She's kind of coming through, uh, telling me some things. I don't exactly always get the full amount of information, but if she could just call anybody, call you, call, uh, Action for News, Sarah, anybody, you know, you don't have to tell me, but I'm on my way. You tell me just a certain address and believe me, I will dig it up. And, uh, I just yep. hope and pray where they could spread the word. Cause when you're in the inner, inner city, and you got a community of people who are gangs, or the inner city. Yeah. I call them inner city people, uh, street people, and they all is a community. They know what's going on. There is so many people yeah. missing Mad Avenue, and they know. And so, if they know something about those people, they know about Jody. It is not a yeah. secret among them. So I plead to them.
0: Yeah, and if you want to call and leave a voicemail on Kid Mission Radio's voicemail, seven seven four four eight two eleven zero five. That's seven seven four four eight two eleven zero five. Just leave an anonymous voicemail, and I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to police, whoever you want. I'll give probably give it to you, but do that if that's what you're more comfortable because you're afraid of you know someone repercussions. That's the word from someone else. Yeah. Yes, you know? I agree. Thank you. So yes, absolutely. Um, thank you so much for doing this.
1: Oh, I'm no, thank so you.
0: Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, you're very welcome. I was so excited when I finally got a show and um, with, with a person, you know. And I want to thank <laughs> Mo from Deep Dark Truth Podcast for teaching me how to record this and how to get this done Um, and encouraging me, really, and and supporting me to do this. This wouldn't have happened without her. Um, Uh And I want to dedicate the show to my father's cousin, Carol. She was 84 years old. We just found out that in April, she passed away from COVID-19 in every home in Connecticut. Um, so we um, love you, Lisa and Brenda, and we're very sorry. Um thank you so much for thank for you. And and thank all of you who will listen to this, um, goodbye and God bless. And remember, hashtag MaskedUpMA. Mm-hmm. Have a great right. day. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye bye.